questions. So something that people have asked me here and there over the years is about why I use skulls in a lot of my art. Uh, specifically the butterfly logo that I created. If you notice, it's the logo I have for my podcast. It's the logo that I use on my website. And I used skulls even when I was attempting a t-shirt brand idea uh, called Bob X Fred with the skulls being named Bob and Fred. And I've really, I, I have a hard time explaining it in only a few seconds because it really is a story spans my first three years of teaching. So if you've ever looked, gone onto my website or seen my logo or looked at the merch that I have on my website and wondered why, like why there's skulls in the butterfly logo, and that, that might have been a bit of a turnoff. I mean, for some people, skulls are always viewed as something rather dark and dismal and and so I could see why people might look at, you know, some of the stickers I create, you know, or the logo that I work with and think, oh, that's awful. But it's, it's not about a celebration of death. So, all right, so let me tell you the story. My first year of teaching, we went on a field trip to a historic house in Richmond, Virginia. In the house, there was an art exhibit that featured painted skulls, not real ones. And the idea behind this, or the artist's idea, was that everyone, regardless of race, gender, or social status, has a skull. And that that little detail links us all together. It's something that we all have in common. More importantly, to the layman, a skull could belong to anyone. You can't really tell if the skull belonged to a person who was rich or not, or if it was a man or a woman, or their race or ethnicity by looking at their skull. Now, I'm sure that an expert could tell, but I'm not referring to experts. I'm more talking about you and I. The average person would not really know the difference. And that exhibit really resonated with me. And it really, I, I, I loved it. I was captivated by it. So, a few months later, when I saw some plastic skulls in a clearance bin after Halloween, I bought them, painted them, and displayed them in my classroom. Over time, the skulls began to be known as Bob and Fred, which were common names that I would just use when creating stories or like doing any sort of sentence work with my students. You know, like, Bob went to the store. Bob said, Fred, can you hand me an apple? You know, just those generic names that you use. And for whatever reason, the generic names that popped in my head were always Bob and Fred. And after a while, the skulls kind of, they became part of the classroom. I mean, the kids loved seeing them. They would sometimes want them to sit the skulls on the tables with them. It was just, I don't know, they became this, they became part of my classroom, for lack of a better way to put it. And if I recorded a video and included Bob or Fred in it, they were so happy. Uh, they would sometimes use them as props for their skits. We would sometimes do little skits in the classroom. Fast forward to the next school that I worked at. As Bob and Fred immediately came with me, and the skulls were instantly a hit. The kids thought they were the best. And at this point, they had sort of become iconic, if you will. They were an integral part of 
me and the vibe of Mr. Maxwell in my classroom, along with the art that I like to keep on the walls. About halfway through that school year, I discovered a book series called Lockwood and Company, and that was one of my seventh graders at the time was reading them, and she loved the books, and so I was like, hey, I'll looked interesting, so I started reading them. I loved, read all the books in the series. And in the series, there was a skull in a talking jar. A talking skull in a jar. Good grief. Anyway, and that got me thinking, I have skulls. Why couldn't I put mine in jars? So, inspired by the Skull in the Jar and the Lockwood and Company series, I immediately decided that I wanted to put my skulls in jars. Well, for Christmas, one of my students gave me a glass jar full of cookies. And I thought, oh, this is a perfect size. So I washed the jar out, and I crammed one of the skulls, Fred, in the jar. And I had to put them in there upside down. My plan was to rotate them to right side up once I got them in there. Well... Yeah, it accidentally ended up being permanently upside down. And there was no way I could flip it around. But me being me, I loved the mistake. And I saw the reality that one skull right side up and one upside down reflected the need to have a unique perspective in everything and to find beauty in random moments. So Fred was forever upside down. And then I got a larger jar for Bob. And so Bob was always right side up. So when I started using, when I, start, when I was trying to create a logo for Bob X Fred, as I was thinking about trying to make a t-shirt brand around them, the logo is one skull right side up and one upside down. And if you look at the butterfly logo that I have for my podcast, the skulls within the butterfly wings, one is right side up and one is upside down. And again, like I said, I loved how it represented the need to have unique perspectives. It also, for me, represented embracing different perspectives because sometimes I often felt like I was viewing the world upside down compared to everybody else. And now, obviously, down the road, you know, I discovered that, you know, I am autistic and that explained why my point of view is different. So it took on a whole new meaning for me and that it also grew to represent the need to respect neurodivergence and that there are different forms of intelligences and just because a person's perspective seems upside down to you or I, it does not necessarily mean that their opinion or beliefs are invalidated because of that. That in fact, sometimes their unique perspective is exactly what we need. Now I do know that skulls often are used to represent death and while that is true for a lot of people. For me, it's not about celebrating death or fearing it, but a celebration of life. It's a reminder that life is fleeting and we should do our best to live life to the fullest because we don't know how much time we have. Therefore, again, every moment is precious. Every moment is beautiful. So there you go. This is why I love skulls and why I like to use them in my art. To remind us that life is beautiful, precious, and short, and that no matter who you are and who you encounter, we all have skulls, and that we find our commonality as humans. 
I mean, I hope this was interesting for you. If you'd like to take a deeper look into my world, fall down the rabbit hole, if you will, please, please, um, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, or TikTok. Uh, the username is Mr. Underscore Maxwell 16 on all three platforms. And please feel free to send me a DM, reach out to me, let me know what questions you might have that I could answer, or just share your thoughts about the podcast in general and maybe some ideas about what I can do in the future, what you would like to see more from this podcast. All right, friends, it's time for your next adventure. I'll miss you.